0: This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 171 of the Socially Supportive podcast is brought to you by... Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to our agent focus week. That's right. This week, I am bringing to you the best episodes we've had on the podcast about making sure that you have the best setup and best strategy in place for your agents. This is very important because as you know, if your agents are not properly set up properly situated, don't have the proper structure and framework, It's very hard for them to be comfortable enough to deliver great customer service to your customers, and they can feel that your agents are not comfortable, whether they're on the telephone with your agents or whether the agents are typing to them in social channels. So go ahead and buckle up because we are going on a ride through the best episodes we've ever had that focus on agent and how you can make that interaction great for your customers here we go. Today's inspiration comes to us from Jessica Jackley, who said, deciding what not to do is as important as deciding what to do. And our book of the day is also by Jessica Jackley and Jeffrey Sachs, titled Clay Water Brick, finding inspiration from entrepreneurs who do the most with the least. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about outsourcing for efficiency. What? I thought you weren't supposed to outsource something that was so public. Well, when social media customer care first started, and people wanted to understand what it was, what customers were going to ask them about what they should do about things, technology wasn't as advanced as it is today. I will share that with you. We didn't have the ability to post tag things and we didn't have natural language processing technology that would allow things to be routed in particular ways, just like you do when you have an IVR system or a call routing system where you can figure out who's calling about what and route one this way and one that way. We didn't have that when we started social customer care. So there wasn't an option to be very selective about what you outsourced. Nowadays, that's not the case. Technology has caught up and we're able to do a lot more in terms of understanding what we're dealing with. So now that we know that we're able to do it and it's not dangerous to do it, why might it be necessary? Because as we've been talking about from my 2018 predictions on what's going to be happening in social customer care this year and digital customer care this year, it looks like digital customer support is about to take away market share from the call centers. And what I mean by that is it's not unusual even in very large organizations for social media customer care to represent only two or five or 10% of the overall customer contacts that are coming into your organization. So if we think about a pie chart, you've only got maybe two to 10% average of the contacts that are coming in through social media channels. And the rest of all of that is coming through a different channel with the call center still making up the vast majority of contacts that are coming into your company from customers. Support chat has taken a big section of that because People have gotten better at delivering customer support over chat. And we've realized that it's a very economical channel to deliver customer service in sometimes and customers like it because they don't have to be chained to a telephone for the entirety of a conversation, right? But We haven't done anything to really advertise social media as being sort of open for business, like we have the chat channels for a lot of companies. Think about it. You don't really see commercials that talk to you about the fact that customer service is able to be provided over social media or you're open for business. We did see that all over websites for customer support chat for many companies. Sometimes you even have that pop up that says chat with a live agent now. So they've taken over a bigger share. But what's happening is that customers have their smartphones with them wherever they go. They can reach into their pocket and pull out their smartphone and they've got their choice over which button they want to push to try to interact with you. So if they happen to already be in the Twitter app when they remember that they need to contact you about something, they may just search for your name there rather than going through looking up your website or something else. So the use cases for customers have changed what customers are doing when they're trying to interact with you has changed. And baby boomers, as we've talked about over the past week have given way to the millennials, we talked earlier in the week about how $30 $30 billion worth of assets are scheduled to be transferred from baby boomers to their millennial heirs over the next 10 years. That's a huge chunk of wallet share that's going to transfer from baby boomers over to millennials. So that being the case, we want to make sure that we're serving them in the way that they need to be served. And guess what? Gen Z, which is behind the millennials the oldest Gen Z population is now 21 years old. Wow. So we've got not only millennials that we keep talking about, but Gen Z is right behind them. So we know that we're expecting this swell of volume to be coming our way over the next few years. But how does outsourcing provide the efficiency that we're looking for so we can service all of these customers? because like we talked about technology has evolved, and we are now able to send different priority levels of volume to different places. Outsourcing could allow us to send easy volume, the tasks that are the easiest to complete outside of your team to an outsource partner, where they can handle some amount of volume of easy requests. And then the Tough items that need specialty help or need expert assistance can be handled by your best agents that are in-house, that are trained and dedicated, and they have the ability to reach out for additional assistance internally in the company if they need to. They can answer those trickier questions. Also, we know that outsourcing is generally more economical than inside labor, and it can also provide flexibility to you. What do you mean flexibility, Frankie? Well, I mean, in terms of testing, what if you want to test out a new product and you want to see if providing service over digital or social channels is going to be the right fit for that product? You could take that particular product and move it out of your regular day-to-day operations and sort of give it its own boutique treatment so that you can test and track and measure do it as a test outside like a pilot program outside of your agents. So you're not disturbing regular day to day operations. Or you could test a new online service channel. Maybe you are already delivering service on Facebook and Twitter. But as we talked about yesterday, maybe Instagram stories is something that you need to be testing out. Perhaps this is something that an outsource partner is well skilled at well versed at providing service over Instagram, and your internal agents are not, perhaps they can help get all of the structure figured out for you outside and then bring that back in. Flexible outsource partners can be very helpful in different ways like this. You could also maybe decide that it's time for you to start a community, maybe you haven't had a community for your customers before. And you're not exactly sure how it's going to go. So you want the seeding of the community and the startup of the community to be done by an outsourced partner who has experience in community management. These are all great ways that flexibility can be provided by an outsourced partner. But before you think about contacting an outsourced partner, you might want to ask yourself a few questions so that you've got a good idea about how you want things to go. The first thing you might wanna be really clear on is what your primary objective is with outsourcing. I've given a lot of different ideas about why you could use outsourcing, why it might be helpful to you, but for your particular company, what's your primary objective? Is it most important with your company to save money? Or is it most important in your company, for example, to free up in-house agents so that they can be working on those more complicated concerns? Do you want to be able to provide some sort of white glove assistance? Maybe you want to be testing something new, like we talked about just a second ago, and that test is the most important thing to you. Maybe it's really important that you keep things segmented and separated, and the outsource partner will be dealing with every aspect of the thing that you want to send to them. Or maybe it's important that you've got connections from the outsource partner to your internal team because you only want them to, for example, start the conversation with a customer and then you want them to pass it back like an escalation path to your agents if it hits a certain threshold. So these are things that you want to sort of think through before you contact the outsource partner. Another thing to think through is, which type of interactions you want to outsource are you looking to outsource all of your interactions for just the first couple of questions maybe if it's information that can be found somewhere on your website you want to outsource all of that across messaging chat social community or do you just want to focus on a particular section of your digital interactions in the beginning and speaking of that How big do you want this to be? Do you just want to start slowly because you're just getting your feet wet in outsourcing or are you very well-versed already at outsourcing but you're thinking you need to select a different partner? It's also good for you to know what success looks like to you before you reach out to an outsourced partner. You want to make sure that they're capable of delivering the type of success that you're looking for, that they can measure it and that you are both clear on what that looks like. You also want to know for your company, for your products and services, is onshore versus offshore important to you? That will help you understand which vendors you should be reaching out to. And perhaps most importantly, you'll want to be clear on what values are most important to your company that will need to be shared by the outsourcer. So we talked about why outsourcing for efficiency will be necessary, we talked about why outsourcing actually provides efficiency, and then we talked about questions to ask yourself before you contact an outsourcer. So now that we've gone through all of that, where do you start? How do you know which outsourcers to reach out to for your company? Well, first I recommend that you start with a firm your company already uses. If, for example, your call center is already using an outsource partner or multiple outsource partners, you might reach out to whoever is in charge of handling the outsource partners and ask their opinion on which ones you should consider reaching out to. If you are not currently outsourcing as a company holistically, then you could always start with what we know. We've had a few outsourcers on the show here. For example, you can listen to episode 82, Three Key Factors in Digital Customer Experience Design with Sarah Grace McCandless from Sykes. You can actually go to sociallysupportive.com Sykes, S-Y-K-E-S, to get more information about Sykes and what they offer or you could from episode 56 choosing the right flexible outsource partner with Jerry Shaver you can go to sociallysupportive.com/iccs which stands for i concept contact solutions and you can find out more about iccs and what they deliver so there you have it key considerations for outsourcing for efficiency Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient store. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give one to 12 shipments and receive up to three bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today to learn more. Okay, there you have it. We are talking all this week about agent focus and how you can put the best strategy in place for your agents. Now, it's possible that you may have heard these episodes before, but it's probably been a long time since you've heard them, and I am all about making sure that you have the best information right at the tips of your fingers so that you don't have to go digging. You're busy, I'm busy. So I'm bringing back to you all for agent focus, making sure that you've got the best program strategy out there when it comes to providing structure for your agents. So make sure you tune in next time. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to SociallySupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.